Welcome to Family Business Today, where we feature prominent local and national family business owners. We also talk to top family business experts to discuss relevant topics, including communications, business culture, family relationships, succession and estate planning, values, as well as conflict resolution. Brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, I'm your host, Greg Lewis. Our guest today is Lori Spradley. Lori is the Vice President of Operations and Brand Development at Google Cluster. Well, good morning, Lori. I am so glad that you could join me for this edition of Family Business Today. I've been looking forward to our interview to learn more about the Spradley family-owned and operated 100-year-old American candy bar tradition located in Nashville, Tennessee. So let's get started, Lori. The Goo Goo Cluster is the original Southern confectioner. Some of our listeners who do not live in the South, though, may not be familiar with the Goo Goo Cluster story. Would you share it with us, please? Happy to. Um, so the Standard Candy Company was started in 1901 in downtown Nashville. Um, back in the early days, they were really just making King Leo peppermint sticks and Bell Camp chocolates that were comprised of just one ingredient. Um, and then in 1912, they created the nation's first combination candy bar in a copper kettle at Clark and First Street in downtown Nashville, which has since been known as the Goo Goo Cluster. Awesome, awesome. Well, Lori, when I was growing up, uh, I know my parents would treat me to a Goo Goo Cluster. And about this time of year, usually when the weather started warming up a little bit, uh, the chocolate and marshmallow in the Goo Goo became really gooey and was awesome to eat. I thought that was where the name came from, but where did the name Goo Goo really come from? So it's we're not really sure, but the best story that we've heard is that Howell Campbell, the man who actually invented the Goo Goo Cluster, mm -hmm. was riding a streetcar in downtown Nashville and discussing with the other people on the on the streetcar, you know, I've created this great candy bar, everyone loves it, but no one really knows what to call it. And a teacher said, you know, I guess conversation shifted and a teacher asked about his newborn son and he said oh he's just starting to talk and he said just saying words like goo goo and gaga and the teacher said that's what you should name your candy bar goo goo it's so good kids will ask for it from birth <laughs> i love that goo goo uh, for so a, a baby before they learn how to talk they ask for a goo goo uh cluster well, that's great marketing they do <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, the Spradley family owns Goo Goo Clusters. Tell us a little bit about how the Spradley family family became involved in the brand. So we actually did not become involved until 1982, um, and that's when my dad and grandfather um, purchased a portion of the company, uh, and then over time they now own 100%. Um, and they created the Supreme Goo Goo, which we now refer to as the Pecan, in 82, and then the Peanut Butter Goo Goo in 91. And we're now, I guess we're three generations of owners, four generations of Bradleys that are alive, and um, we, they're 23 shareholders. Okay, 23 shareholders, okay. 
All right. Well, that's that's a lot of Spratleys uh, <laughs> involved in the business there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, and um, so you know, we we talk about families. You you just shared with that when your family got involved, how many shareholders are involved in it. You have your story on your website at www.gugu.com. But why do you think it's really important to tell the backstory of a family brand, both to future generations and also to those that you serve as customers? I think it creates for a unique customer experience. I think you, you really understand who you're buying from, who the story that you're supporting. Um, it's, it's not just going into the big box retailer and, and buying any old product. You're, you're buying into history and the history of Nashville and it makes it that much more fun. Sure. 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 Well, um, you mentioned uh, in uh, uh, 82, your, your uh, dad and grandfather got involved in, but there's two years ago, there was a change in leadership and management team, the, the current leadership and management team. So tell us about the current leadership and management team. Are they family and non-family members, or is it all family members? So in 2017, we went through some restructuring. Um, so right now, a woman, Beth Sachan, and I are kind of running Goo Goo Cluster. Um, our, my dad and his siblings are kind of, I treat them more like a board of directors, if you will. Um, we, they're kind of more of a sounding board, um, consultants in a way. Um, but I'm the only family member on uh, salary. I see. Okay. All right. All right. And, uh, of course with 23 shareholders, I'm sure that profitability is something they like and, and hopefully get a, get us, get something at, at the end of, of the year in their investments. So that's good. Um, so you said that you returned in 2017. So did you work in the business, uh, in high school or college before you went off to college? I actually did. Um, this, my summers in high school when I could not drive specifically, I would um, go to work with my dad and I never worked directly with him. I worked a little more kind of in the marketing department mm -hmm. of the company. And I really just remember being on my hands and knees, packing boxes to ship across the country and <laughs> ripping my jeans. This <laughs> is a big memory sure. because my dad would have hit, buy me a new pair of jeans, but it was, it was great to kind of feel some pride in what I had always known existed, but never could really, other than eating a goo goo, I could never really um, understand more than that. But then yeah. I, I learned it. Yeah. Well, I, uh, it's a bad pun, but packing boxes. So you really did start uh, uh, working at goo clusters on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 on my hands and knees, literally. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but you had a career before you joined the family business in 2017. So what did you do? So I was living in New York City. Um, I worked in sales for a visual marketing firm. We were um, designing, producing, and installing retail window displays all across the nation and even across the globe. Um and it really, I think in hindsight, taught me 
more how to not run a business. Um, okay. I had a very interesting um, owner of that company, and not that I know everything, but it was a lot of what not to do. And so I tried to kind of learn from that experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but you came in branding and everything else, but it, you learned what not to do, but uh, uh, how did it benefit uh, uh, Google Cluster by, by you being able to come in? Were you able to more fast track into your responsibilities there? Uh, maybe a little bit, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, I think um, I really wanted to develop a culture at Gugu that I was really proud of and a place that I wanted to go to work and would want other people to want to work. Um, so we really, Beth and I, focused on that initially. Like, what is our mission? What are our core values? Mm-hmm. What do we want our kind of work-life balance to be? And how do we want our team to interact together? Mm-hmm. So that's something we really pride ourselves in. Um, and you really kind of live the Gugu lifestyle in order to be a team member and we practice our core values on like a daily basis so Mm -hmm. that was that was the biggest thing i think that that we changed for the good okay very good so uh so you you left uh uh, went off to college and you took a job in new york city did you always know that you're going to come home to join the business and what 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 made uh you make that decision I really, I never thought I would come home and join the business. Um, I was starting to think about leaving New York. Um, I always loved Nashville. I knew I wanted to be here long term, but I wasn't sure what I was going to do when I moved back. And right as I was starting to think about moving, Gugu was also going through a lot of changes and restructuring. So it just seems like the perfect storm of everything happening and so it it happened pretty quickly yeah. and yeah I moved home summer of 2017 and was on in the business September 1 so wow that is quick <laughs> yeah oh wow 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 so uh, you know I, I talk and work with a lot of uh, family businesses in our in our in our, uh, in, our in our company and there's always this conversation about uh, uh, thinking about inviting my children to join the business or, or child, uh, children are thinking of saying, I'm thinking about joining the family business. What would you recommend to anyone considering joining a family business without working somewhere else before joining their business? I would highly suggest that that person needs to go work somewhere else first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think you learn a lot from non-family members and just even how to show up to work and what, what does, you know, a big meeting look like at a different company and um, really kind of gets you a little more out of your comfort zone. But I do think the bottom line is I think working at a family business is so much fun, but it can be challenging and we can get into those, but Overall, it's a lot of fun. Sure, sure. Well, so uh, based on what you know now, what, what advice would you give to a um, a mother or a father who, who's considering inviting their children to come back into the business? I think the mother and father should come up with rules or um, guidelines for what 
bringing on a family member actually looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Our family has um, a family charter and with bylaws and, you know, you have to complete X, Y, and Z in order to even be considered for a job. Um, so something like that, that really takes the person or your, the individual out of it. And it's more of a subjective, like these are the rules. And, you know, you might make them when your child is 15 and m- might not be considering it quite yet and not mm-hmm. in the moment oh, he wants to come in the business tomorrow. Um, But I think the key is also you really have to have a strong family relationship before you consider working together. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. In other words, I think what you're saying is is that you you don't you want um, uh, a child a son or daughter or an Eastern nephew to come back into the business uh, to bring some skills that the company needs, but not for the company to create a job for the um, uh, uh, sibling to come back into the business uh, without any, any, any way to benefit the business. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, uh, you talked about it briefly earlier about uh, advisors and consulting, whether any business, especially family businesses require really open channels of communications on all levels. So beyond management meetings, do you hold like any regular formal meetings with your family, uh, uh, your stakeholders to discuss the business? Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So we, growing up, we always had two meetings a year, a summer meeting and a meeting around the holidays. Um, as just in the most, in the past few years, we've actually had to shorten that to one time of year getting together, which we now do in the summer. Um, And that's really more just scheduling thing with everyone getting older and my generation, the third generation starting to have the fourth generation. And, um, but we also have a group me account or a, a group me group text group, I guess, um, with all this shareholders. So we communicate, um, you know, as often as we need to. And during all this COVID stuff, we've actually been getting on monthly Zoom. Oh, yeah. And it's a tad bit about business. And then it's just kind of catching up with each other, understanding, you know, what, what everyone's up to. Mm-hmm. But it was a great time to kind of discuss the PPP loans. And if, you know, we had to do some layoffs at one point. So right. just it was a good way to kind of bring everyone up to speed with the quickly changing environment. Sure. So it was really about informing, keeping them up to date on what's what's going on, not only as a, as a, a family, but also as a, a stakeholder in the business there. That's, that's, that's really good. Well, you know, I, I, I tell people a lot of times, family is family and business is business, and never the two shall meet unless you work in a family business. How, how, how has uh, Lori established boundaries between work and personal and family relationships? So I feel the boundaries can be somewhat fluid, um, but it really, I guess more recently, I have either showed up to a family dinner early to kind of get the business discussion out of the way, um, or at one point I just said, you're allowed one business question at the dinner table and then we're done. So it, it just depends, I think, what's going on, my mood, um, kind of what I need. Am I there for a business conversation or am I meeting up to have a family dinner and not discuss business? Mm-hmm. Um, but just being open with what 
my needs are in that in the family moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you've sort of talked about it a little bit there, but uh, uh, eating is really an important part of the American family tradition. So what what does your family talk about around the Sunday dinner table? Uh, is business completely um, uh, a no-no or is it a, a combination of the two or, or if you talk about family? What, what's, what's a dinner table conversation look like for the Spradley family? Unfortunately, it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, we try, we always try not to talk about work and somehow it always ends up coming back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a part of our, it's part of our family. So it is going to come up and sure. we try to keep it a short touch point and then kind of move back off. Um, but I try to also, my mom probably could care less. And so I try to be conscious of the fact that she's at the dinner table and she probably doesn't want to hear me and my dad. <laughs> discuss the business yeah yeah well sometimes i have heard that mothers uh just they make it a house rule that uh uh, when we go to the dinner table uh we'll talk about anything but business and sometimes there's a lot of conversation at the table and sometimes it's pretty quiet so uh, but you've been able you've been able to uh to balance that real well there so that's that's great that's great um um so, um, where can someone purchase uh, Goo Goo Clusters, especially if they don't live in the South? So, we actually have a Goo Goo Finder on our website at GooGoo.com. Okay. And some of our national accounts are Cracker Barrel, Hobby Lobby, and Tractor Supply. Okay, cool. Great brands. And... Um, and you can you can purchase any one of I believe it's three different goo uh, goos that you make. Can you purchase any or all of them at the, on those? Yes, we have an e-commerce site as well, and so you can purchase even our premium goo goos, which are handmade by our in-house chocolatier um, that kind of rotate seasonally. So, and there, it's a four-ounce, very large candy bar. Um, so. Yes, we have all sorts of goodies for sale online. Mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned earlier on about a retail store in Nashville, and Nashville certainly uh, uh, has been the it city and a huge uh, place for tourists and everything else. Where's it located? So we're downtown on Third Avenue South, okay. right across from the Johnny Cash Museum. Okay, all right, and so. Uh, what, what else do you have to store other than Google clusters? So the most exciting part, I think, of our store is our design your own candy bar section. So oh, wow. you can actually, I know, walk into our store and fill out a little form of all the goodness you want to go into your own candy bar. And within a few minutes, one of our um, chocolatiers will make your own candy bar. And you can take it home or eat it right then. Um, we also have experiences, hands-on experiences in our classroom in the back of the store. Um, so you can come in and take a class. We have a dessert bar, which sells milkshakes and sundaes and floats and all sorts of yummy treats. Mm. So it's more than just a, we're, we're selling more than just a Goo Goo cluster. We've got the whole experience downtown. Wow. Wow. I'm certainly going to be down there. What's your hours? 
We're open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week. Seven days a week. Okay. Well, that sounds like a fun place. I'm looking forward to to uh, bringing some of my family down when they're when they come in town to venture. So you've you've been, uh, Lori, you've been uh, there three years now, and certainly you've already shared a rich history of uh, 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 Google clusters and everything. So if uh, we were looking out into the future five years, 10 years, or 15 years, what does the future look like for Google clusters? Well, I probably would have had a better answer at the beginning of 2020, but I think right now a lot of our future plans have been put on hold due to the pandemic. Sure. Um, but we're definitely focusing more on our online uh, sales. We, it's never really been a major focus for us, um, but now's the time to really focus on it, make it a major player in our business. Mm-hmm. And really just trying to kind of get back right where we were before the pandemic. We were in a really good place and um, we're looking to grow outside of Nashville. So stay tuned. All right. Well, I look forward to, I look forward to hearing more about that. Well, Lori, what are some closing thoughts you'd like to share with our uh, listeners uh, today? Um, I would just like to say that it really is fun to work at a family business. Um, it's different. There really isn't much time off. You might physically get some time outside of the office, but if you're with your family, there is no time off with the family business. Um, but think long and hard about it before you jump in. Um, if, if you do, it'll be a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone should go get a goo goo. That's right. Well, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to do that. That sounds. That sounds great. I look forward to that. Um, well, Lori, thank you for being our guest on Family Business today. Uh, to learn more about Goo Goo Clusters and where you can purchase them, visit their website at www.gugu.com. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for the Family Business Day podcast, brought to you by the Tennessee Center for Family Business, located in Nashville, Tennessee. Our passion is to help families create a positive environment where the family thrives, the business performs, and one day celebrate a successful transition. Whether you're a business owner looking to grow your family business, or you're wanting to prepare to someday sell or transition the business to the next generation, consider joining a family business mastermind group. To learn more about the Tennessee Center for Family Business, visit our website at www tncfb.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.